Sunday, Betfair Edge. You can find better odds on racing at Betfair. Play your way. Imagine what you could be buying instead. A nice little tribute to the late Jerry Springer. Well, there were a couple of annihilations in the AFL last night with beatings handed out in a similar fashion to the Jerry Springer show back in the day. Meanwhile, we had a major boil over in the NRL last night with Penrith Slade unexpectedly by the West Tigers side. The NBA and the EPL seasons are reaching the pointy end, while after a tough week, the racing industry looks forward to the Waterbull Carnival, a.k.a. the Glastonbury or Coachella for punters. Welcome along to the Betfair Edge. All thanks to Betfair. Find better racing odds at Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Damien Watson coming off the bench, filling in for Miles Fitzner. And joining me, as always, is the Baron of Betfair, Tommy Haylock. How are you, Tommy? Good morning. Great to be with you. Yes, good evening, everyone out there. Um, yeah, fantastic. Huge day of racing, huge day of sport. We saw some upsets, some annihilations, as you said. And with an intro like that, uh, Damo, Miles might have something to worry about. That was crisp. Oh, that was fantastic work now, from you off the bench. Ask me at 11.59am Eastern Time <laughs> and you might have a different opinion. You, you might have had Miles? enough of me by 11.59. Miles, <laughs> second week in a row. I don't know. Straight the lay bid, Miles Fitzner. I don't know where he is today. He's having the day off. I couldn't tell you. Is he basically warming up for Warnable? You'll be out there with him, of course. Oh, I can't wait for Warnable. We've got our big function on uh, Tuesday night at, yeah, at Warnable. Miles, I've got him a gig and he's... Coming up, we're doing a live uh, OB from 12 to 1 o'clock, thanks to Betfair, on track uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. So can't wait for that. Tune in, Miles and I. It might be some interesting radio uh, after the Betfair function on the Tuesday night. So tune in Wednesday, that's for sure. It's an interesting week. You've sort of got to pace yourself, don't you? And we're going to go through Miles' five things that he's looking forward to because I think it's his first time at Warrnambool as well. It is. I filled him in a couple of things. Um, but, yeah, he's he's pretty keen on a couple of things. Um you do have to pace yourself, and it's a lesson learnt uh, the, the hard way by many, don't we? Because uh, you don't want to overdo it early. And interestingly enough, our function on the Tuesday night, the Betfair function, it's the first night of the three-day carnival. So a couple of uh, sore and sorry heads and faces at the track on Wednesday, and even worse by Thursday, you, you see some inexperienced first-timers. <laughs> they often don't get to the races on the Wednesday or the Thursday, and they've overdone it, over-raced early. And uh, yes, it's uh, it's a test, that's for sure. I don't know if I'm excited, nervous, anxious. It's going to be big. All right. Just all of the emotions melding together. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six to text in. And Scott from Bayswater in WA says, Morning, gents. We've got to be backing Fitzmagic this morning because... His four-leg multi-lobbed yesterday, so he's in fine form. Oh, didn't he tell everyone about it, too? <laughs> That's the problem. On That's... Instagram and whatever social media platforms. Oh, just Twitter. the text rolling through to me. Yes. Um, obscene, his carry-on. But uh, he did well, yes. A few oh. shorties got up and he got the... The all up, which is brilliant. The thing I do like about Miles, though, he's accountable. When he has a bad day, he'll tell everyone about it as well. So I like that balance, effectively. You need that. Yes. And you've got to enjoy the wins. And you've That's got to, right. You've got to uh, own up when you get it wrong as well. We all get it wrong. It's a hard game, uh, the punt well, and betting. We'll get to the Sunday lay bit in a moment. But how did you spend your night? Speaking of good wins, Carlton absolutely hammered West Coast. Charlie Kerno with nine goals. And Melbourne, well, the game was over against North Melbourne, it seemed, five minutes in. Yes, correct. Um, luckily, I didn't watch too much. I didn't uh, pencil in this night in the calendar and say, these are two blockbusters <laughs> I'm going to stay home for. Uh, yeah, it was not a great night of football. I went out for dinner, which was fantastic. What did you order? I had a steak. 
Delicious steak. Went to I nice think steak places. is overrated. That's in the lay-bin for me very early on. Ooh, well, let's Why do you put it on the back of that? Come on. All right, let's Sunday lay-bin time. So, hang on. You're putting steak in the lay-bin. That's not on. Mate. That is not on. People pay 40 to 50 bucks for a steak, and that's probably considered cheap. What do you get out of it? I won't tell you what I paid last night. Well, I actually oh. didn't pay anything. I got uh, a meal bought for me, which was very lucky, but it was a very expensive steak. So, uh, yes, it was, there, it was good. There's barely any taste to it. It's a bit like lamb cutlets. You're not having a good steak, Damo. Well, this is the thing. It's got to be on. very tender for it to be enjoyable. Our mates at Lamaro's, I saw Dimmer on uh, Friday. Paul Dimitina. I saw him on Friday night. Shout out to him. Uh, he does a great steak there at Lamaro's. Well, that's fair enough. So, um, that's that's always delicious meal if you're looking for a good steak, don't I? Okay, fair enough. I just think on the whole, that type of meat, just a little bit overrated in my view for the Ooh, price you pay. Controversy. Come on, the Twitter family and the text machine family. Get stuck in a demo. Steak's the best food on earth. Um, Dan's laying miles Friday night Instagram stories. Absolute cringe. Uh, yes. What did he do? I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> but it's really on brand for, for miles, the, the cringy uh, Instagram stories. I like it. There you go. Fair enough. That's good good from Dan. I've got a bit of an ironic or sarcastic lay-bin nomination. Charlie Kuno kicked nine goals three last (laughs) night. putting him in the lay-bin. Well, Mick Moldhouse always used to say, and he used to apply this to Scott Cummings when he was a key forward at West Coast, and Mick Moldhouse, of course, coached them back in the 90s. He said when Scott Cummings kicked a bag of nine goals three, which he did against Collingwood once in 99, he said, nine goals three is three short of what I would like. Yeah, well, yes. Could have kicked 12 last night. That's true. I put Charlie Cameron in the lay-in last week because he missed two easy ones to make it nine late in the game. Kick seven. Um, He's on fire. Um, I've got a question for you straight off the top. Kiss Cam at the footy. You're backing or laying? Oh, laying. It's an American thing in my view. It is an American thing. I'm putting on the backboard. It's my only chance to get some demo. So um, need the camera on me, bit of me time. That's very (laughs) self-deprecating of you. There's nothing like self-deprecation. That's uh, right. It's good humour, don't well, we? Well, I think just in that one sentence, you combine self-deprecation with arrogance by saying you need some camera time. Yeah. <laughs> I, just need, I, just, I just want a kiss. That's that's all I need. I'm backing. <laughs> I don't mind the kiss cam. What about the music between goals? Backing or lame? I don't think you need that. You like the general ambience of the football where people are excited after a goal. That's all you need. You don't need music in between... I guess the passages of play between a goal and the and the bounce back in the centre. I think general I consensus think before, is you're laying it. I think everyone, yeah. most people lay it. I think so. Yeah, because because you get that at the start of the quarter. That's fair enough. You get the streets have no name. They always play that at the football before the start of each quarter. They do that in the NRL as well, just to pump up before the game, for instance. But you don't need it during the actual yep. entirety of the game. You're backing or laying Port Adelaide's in excess before the game. No, I think I'm backing that. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's become an iconic thing. It pumps the crowd up. They've got to have an identity of some kind, Port Adelaide, beyond <laughs> the Magpies. Right? Yes. And I think they're establishing that. I think it's a when you have a almost full Adelaide Oval, I think it's fantastic. So it is a good sight. Backing it. Everyone the song though, to be honest. But what do you mean? Every time I hear that song, I think of Port. We got the power to win. The power to no, rule. No, they the NXS song. Oh no! Every time I hear that song, I just think of power now. But. Um, there you go. We've got plenty of others. Jim agrees with you. Damo, you really are my man. Steak is one of the great culinary rorts. Agree. Thank you, Jim. Even when they're top quality. Um, yeah, there you go. Not when you're paying $75. Look, I'm a tight, you know what, as you would probably know, but I just think it's overrated, overpriced. 
That's all I'll say on it. Miles <laughs> Fitzner is listening in. I oh, like this. Pressure's on. He's putting himself in the backboard for uh, Kovalika de- declaration. Good on yes. him. Yes. He was on with Sam Edmund during the week. I saw that. <laughs> no, he, he did. He spoke about uh, Kovalika, there you I go. think, from he did memory. Well. Yes. He did well. Um, what's he going on about here? AFL scorecards in the paper, like out of 10, player ratings for the whole team, meaningless. He's put that in the lay bin. Whoever texts in laying my Instagram stories is putting them in the lay bin as well. <laughs> <laughs> well no. done, Miles. He found a few winners yesterday and he's up and about, which well, he's not up and about. He's in bed. What are you doing, Miles? It's 11 12. Uh, he's a good man and good on him for listening in as well. He's one of the great broadcasters, as we know, on this station. He's doing a good job calling the footy with SEN. He's, he's going yeah. well, but I'm looking forward to, uh, definitely looking forward to Warnable with him. Can't wait for that. Well, we'll go through his five things that he's looking forward to. That article was on the SEN socials during the week. What yes. about you? Based on your experience, I mean, some people, and I mentioned it before, they compare it to, say, Glastonbury or Coachella for the middle-aged punter, not wanting to narrow the <laughs> demographic too much because a lot of young people go as well. When you're actually out there, we've spoken about the whole atmosphere around the town, but when you're actually out there at the track, what is it like? Do you think it's actually grown in stature as an event over the last probably 10 years? So, Or is it honestly, same, same? Honestly, I, my, I went to my first Warnable three years ago and I always thought it was overhyped and used to hate being stuck in an office when I was doing office work, listening to the stories and people tweeting about being in Warnable for three days and getting on it. It's a great carnival. What it, it is, it's like going back in time, Dave, everyone gets something on a hill. It's this big pushes for things in the yard. You hear mm. whispers everywhere. You get more tips than a can of asparagus. Up there, um, uh, the mountain. I'm the, glad you said that, and not anything else to do with tips or the word tip. But yes. Anyway, um, the the bookies have big plungers. They're taking on good liability. They're taking good bets. You hang around there. There's a hype of activity. It's really like stepping back. And I wasn't around in the the bookies area and and the ring 20 years ago. Mm. But um, it's from every what everyone says. It's like that. It's yeah. like going back and big plungers. You've got to watch the Betfair markets. That's my tip because the money comes late. And when they when it comes, uh, they're usually right. So stay tuned to the Betfair markets. But um, everyone up on the hill, it's a great carnival. I, I'm i fortunate enough, Damon, to go to the races and have a few beers every day. Yes. Or when I, can, when I want. Like most weekends, I, I fetch her out and go to the track. A lot of these people that go up there for three days, get away from their, it's like schoolies for the, your 45 year olds, get up there, get away from Melbourne for a few days and just uh, relax and let the hair down and enjoy it. I think it's fantastic. Now you mentioned the Betfair market and the prices that you get as well. I think there was a big improvement certainly compared to say the tote prices based on some of the prices that were on offer yesterday. We had the Australasian Oaks in Adelaide, certainly the Adelaide Market that jurisdiction certainly delivered for Betfair, and also you had obviously the St. Ledger yesterday as well. Although there was a lot of wet conditions around, and particularly up in Sydney as well. <laughs> yeah, jeez, uh, Sydney, we Sydney, put the, goodness me, Bureau of Meteorology in the lab in because I spent all of Wednesday afternoon doing the, the form for a probably a soft five, soft six, mm. uh, one to 20 mil forecast. So they really sat on the fence there, one to 20 mil. Come on, bomb, you're better than that. Um, yeah, you got to narrow it they're down. They're probably not better than that. But anyway, you wake up Friday and it's changed from 1 to 20 mil to 8 to 30. Yeah. And it can't poured and rained throughout the day. And we ended up on a very wet deck at uh, Rose Hill. So that's in the lay bin. But you mentioned the prices at Betfair, especially in Adelaide. 
Um, the last nine races, clearly Betfair starting price outperformed top tote. It was massive. The Quaddy Legs. Lomax won the last demo. $19.20 top tote. Paid $26.86 Betfair starting price. A whopping 39.9% better. The Oaks winner, Afara Suvar. Um... 23.3% better, 10.48 on Betfair starting price compared to $8.50. Red Sun Sensation, $14 Betfair starting price compared to $10.20 top tote. That's 37.3% better. Then you go to Hustler War, the old boy, 26.9% better, $19.70 top tote, paid $25 Betfair starting price. So value all around. There's no better place to find value than betfair.com.au. And Johnny Allen, of course, what sort of affinity does he have with Morfittville? It's sensational, isn't it? Six Group 1 victories from 18 rides at the Adelaide Circuit. I know David Taggart often says that he was the king of Morfittville back in the day. Does he? he? won a Group 1 there, but John Allen has a great affinity with the track, doesn't he? And does that affect the prices? I know you look at William Pike and that's become a bit of a part of the lexicon, isn't it? When he rides particularly late in the car to WA on a Saturday. But John Allen has a great affinity with the track as well at Morfittville. How much does that influence the thinking amongst the punters? Well, Willow rode really well. John Allen, he's definitely a factor in punters, especially over their staying trips, Damo, because he rides these stays as a strong rider. He rides them so well. Um, obviously, he rode Kiramara and David Eustace's horse to win the Oaks, uh, the Philly. Um, he's a very good rider, Willow as well. Um, you find these good jockeys when they go over there, the top echelon Victorian jockeys are probably better than South Australian jockeys. Yeah. Um, the likes of John Allen, Craig Williams as well. Um, very good jockeys. So they go over there, they get the better rides and it was a good push. Um, $10.48, but fair, huge price. Well done to Johnny. Absolutely. A few text messages coming through. Daryl says, lay bid Charlie Kerno for passing in the last quarter when 50 out. That was like... Jason Dunstall back in the day when he was on the precipice of the goal-scoring record in a match. He kicked 17 for Hawthorne against Richmond back in 1992. And he went off the ground and he kept passing it off with about 10 <laughs> minutes to go. Because he had no, being a Queensland, he had no knowledge of Fred Fanning's record. Oh, there you go. They so, should have got the runner out. That's right. That was, that was when he was playing on poor old Scotty Turner back in the day. Scott from Bayswater, bagging steak, Damo. Way to ensure it's your last Betfair Edge show. Miles, Miles wouldn't bag a steak. That's for sure. Well, he, he what if it's rough? Bad, the bad steak, overpriced bad steak's not good. I'll That's pay right. that. But a good steak, nothing nothing better, mate. Do you like hot English mustard? Backing or laying? Uh, I'll back it, yeah. It's, if, it's, if it's mixed in with the right ingredient, I think it's every chance. <laughs> I want to know what James, I don't know this, the way the Lions do the music after the goals is the right way and other clubs will follow it and it become a trend. Do you know what they do? Up there, Damo? Maybe James can Well, they text do the roar, and... don't they, with the lion? I don't know. Maybe and James I... can text back in and give us a bit of a description. Speaking oh. of the lions, how about Will Ashcroft's goal? That was eerily similar to Daniel Wells back in 2004, the old Jackie Chan in midair. So he grabbed it basically off the contest out of the stoppage where it was a boundary throw in in the pocket. Just whacked the ball on the boot while he was in midair, almost karate style in the pocket with barely any daylight between the goal face. And he managed to sneak it in. That's probably goal of the year in my view. I don't know if you have a goal of the year market at Betfair, we but that'll be favourite at this point. We don't. I put um, the lab in last week was, uh, was it last week or two weeks ago, was how they judged mark of the year as well. We saw um, the Bulldogs player win mark of the year and it clearly wasn't the best mark of the year. So, Well, this goes back to 2011. Carlton fans are still yeah, very, correct. very unhappy that Andrew Walker didn't get it and it went to Andrew Cracker that year. 
It hasn't. Yeah. They still haven't recovered from that. Aaron says, laying newspapers who can't get the goal scorers correct in the summary. Had Rory Lobb kicking three goals, Jamari Yugo Hagen kicking one, and they had two each. There you go. Well, they're running out of sub-editors, maybe. <laughs> I like Simo. I like Simo's message as well. We can get to that after the break if you want, Damo. Just on Will Ashcroft, amazing goal. He's firmed in the rising star market. It's yes. been a battle in two throughout this whole season. Sheasel, $2.40. Will Ashcroft was two sixty. Before this round, into two dollars twenty-two now. Mitch Owens has been a big firmer into six dollars sixty as well. But you'd think Sheasel continues to rack up possessions. Will Ashcroft kicking goals like that? He kicked a couple of really good goals. He's an integral part of that midfield at the Lions. I think he wins it, and but it's going to be a great race. Well, I think the key integral factor is the fact that the Lions are playing well, North Melbourne not so well, and that might be a decisive factor in the rising star. Just quickly, the Sunday Betfair poll is up on the socials. Music between goals in the AFL, back or lay? Feel free to vote now. I don't mind that one and that particular topic. We'll take a break here on the Betfair Edge. Back or lay AFL markets exclusive to Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Damian Watson and Tommy Haylock with you. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday Betfair Edge. Play both sides of the bet this AFL season with lay betting. Exclusive to Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Swami. Welcome back. A bit of faith no more on this Sunday morning. Find one of yours, b- mate. Yeah, I yeah, love this. Yeah. Number one song, I reckon, in 1993, at least for a couple of weeks. 1993? Yeah, How old right. were you in 1993? I was minus one. I wasn't born yet. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Going back. Me. Are you listening to the Betfair Edge? Find better racing odds at Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Plenty of text messages coming through. 0499736736. Steve says, I'm pre-laying photos that will appear in four to six weeks. Look at me. I'm at Ascot and at the Cricket pre-backboard if it's me. Also off the SMS, Jim from Mafra wants to know, how do you get an invite to the Betfair function at the Bull? I worked it out with Jim, I reckon. Um, I'd love to love to catch up with Jim. So if you see me at the track on Tuesday, come up and meet me and say good day, and we'll see what we can do, Jim. All right, sensational. So we're, we're welcome, people. The tickets are hard to come by. It's chock a block, um, but we'll see how we'll see how we go. All right, and off the SMS, anonymous here. I went to a midweek meeting at Sandown. Ten dollars fifty for a can of beer. Come on, you can buy thirty can slab for forty-seven bucks four times. <coughs> it's at hardly encouraging people to get to the track, is it? Um, I agree. Prices, they need to do something about getting crowds to the track. That is a joke. That's definitely in the low bit. Speaking of cost, do you mind if we disclose how much you paid for your steak last night? Uh, nothing. I didn't pay anything. No, 100 <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the, your partner or... The steak cost $135. Wow. It was very nice. Overrated type of food in my view. Well, I did leave saying you can pay less and get a steak just as good. But you don't just pay for the steak. You pay for the atmosphere, the service... Yeah. We're sitting in some nice seats too. It was, yeah, I was a bit. You could sit in a nice atmosphere at the Botanic Gardens, Tommy. <laughs> and that doesn't cost you anything. That's true. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. Now, we did mention it was a one sided night in the AFL. Yes. But during the day, how about that Sydney v GWS game? The Battle of the Bridge, Toby Green rising to the occasion again. Oh, I, thought oh, it was I love fantastic. Toby. Toby's my. Who's your. This is a question without notice. Who, yeah. Top two or three players to watch in the comp. Is this all time or current present? players? Current players. Toby Green's up there for me. 
Uh, well, I think in general. I love Jeremy Cameron. I love watching him at top flight. I still Sorry love Dustin right Martin up when he's up and, up and yeah. about. Where he ever gets back to that level, I'm not sure. Charlie Cameron, he's up there when he's up and going. Again, though, consistency is probably an issue with him. But you're right, when he's up and going, absolutely sensational. Toby Green is definitely in my top three. I love him. He kicked us the match winner with 40 seconds to go or whatever it was. GWS traded as high as $42 during the match uh, demo. Ha- unbelievable. Um, Sydney, $1.01. Really? Yes. And they got beaten. So GWS kicking the last four goals of the match. Toby Green with four. Unbelievable. We'll get to Joel Williams in a moment. It, I, I, this might be my ignorance here, but I know in Victoria market, sometimes you can't get shorter than a dollar four. So is it different? Essentially, it's in Betfair, yeah. With yep. Betfair, yep. yeah. You can take whatever. A dollar one's the, the lowest um, before the market goes blank. So, yes, uh, that's the beauty of Betfair. You can back, you can lay. You can actually set these bets up before it goes in play as well. So you can – a strategy I have is backing an outsider. Um, they kick the first couple of goals. You put in a lay bet, keep in play, and you can get matched at shorter odds throughout the match as well and just hedge a little bit while you're – while you're betting. Sensational. Great flexibility. A man who loves his AFL is Joel Williams with thanks to Bet With Joel. How are you, Joel, on this Sunday morning? Yeah, good, gents. Good. It's been a, a good week of footy. I mean, a few blowouts yesterday, as we know. But, um, yeah, the Giants-Swans is probably the highlight game of the weekend. Joel, Tom Haylock here. Great to have you here. Now, we've got you on because you are providing content for the Betfair Hub throughout the AFL season. Do you want to explain a bit about what you're doing? Yeah, sure. Well, we're just uh, looking to provide some value for uh, Betfair traders in the AFL. Um, and so it's you know good to be providing some content for, for the hub. So throughout the, the weekend, Damo, Joel uh, will be pushing content, pushing his recommended bets. He's got a great track record of finding winners, Joel. We've got three matches coming up today. Uh, do you like anything today? Can you steer our listeners into a, a winner for us? Look, it's a much quieter day for us today, uh, right now in the market. But Look, um, there is money coming for the Crows and um, we're prepared to watch right now, but I do suspect um, some money will continue to come for the Crows and we might be able to get a eighty plus for the pies on the fair. So I'm keeping an eye on that one. And if we can get a eighty plus, I'll be back in Collingwood. Um, Laird looks like he'll play, Rory Laird. So, he was in doubt um, and, and Penderbury out, obviously. Yeah. Correct, and I'm also through some sources hearing Sidebottom uh, was in some doubt, but he's caught a late flight. So Ooh. there are a few queries there that I'm keeping an eye on, but if you can get a dollar eighty plus, which I suspect you'll be able to, um, I might be looking at Collingwood today. A dollar seventy nine at the moment. Um, you can lay them at a dollar eighty one. So I reckon you will get that dollar eighty uh, there, Joel. The Crows two dollars twenty four. Richmond Gold Coast a dollar forty nine for Richmond Gold Coast three dollars. Might be um, some value there, Damo, if they start well. And then Essendon Geelong, Essendon three dollars oh five versus Geelong a dollar forty eight. Have you got anything in the um, player markets or anything like that you can steer us into, Joel? Look, Tommy Mitchell, I like him in that same game. You know, he's a proven accumulator. Um, I do suspect that the Crows will send Ben Keys to Nick Dacos, which will be really interesting. He's just the perfect matchup for him. And if anyone in any side has that matchup, I think it's Ben Keys for the Crows. So, look, um, obviously Pendle's out of the side. Um, Tom Mitchell just just stacks up as a good game for him. So, play overs there. I think the line will be around that 25.5, 26.5 mark. So, back overs. So, certainly a point you make, 
in a way, Joel, because Nick Dacos, we know how good he was last week, but remember the last time, probably his breakout game was last year when the Magpies went to Adelaide and took on the Crows at the Adelaide Oval, and he was let off the leash. So I reckon that's going to be very integral as to how they try and nullify his And Keyes did a great number on Saad a couple of weeks ago when they they took on Colton. He'll play that role. Um, Joel, just on Dacos, we mentioned him. He's $3.30 for the Brownlow at the moment. Uh, betfair.com.au. Bonson Pelly, $7.20. Clayton Oliver, $6.60 on the back of a good game. Petrak mm. affirmed mm. last week he had a 35 and kick three. Are you playing into these markets or anything early in futures bettings and premiership markets you're keen on? Yeah, look, I mean, I had a little bit on Dacos and, and, and Jeremy Cameron. I, I can't play Dacos at the current price, to be honest. Um, Lay him, yep. Look, deservedly favourite, absolutely. But second-year player at that price with still, you know, 66% of the season to go, not for me. Um, look, Jeremy Cameron's obviously, I think he's 16s now on the fair. Yes. I got 55s. I think I heard you got 100s, Tom. I so, did. Well, I've already laid off, mate. though, Joel. But that's all right. Have you? Yeah, silly. Yeah, I laid yeah. off a week too early. Look, uh, and that's the thing. He's got a lot more votes since, since we backed him. So I actually don't think 16 is too bad. The, the, the Cats, the, they don't have a midfielder. You know, they'll clearly win enough games. And they don't have a, like, clear midfielder that they, that they smash through there. They don't have the Olivers and Petrakas that are, that are big vote getters. So Dangerfield, he gets enough rest up forward these days. I just feel like, you know, Jeremy Cameron's the, the, the forward that probably has the most chance of winning it that we've, that we've seen in recent years. Love it. Sensational stuff, Joel. Appreciate your time. Enjoy the day's footy action. Thanks, fellas. Cheers. Joel Williams here with thanks to Bet with Joel. We'll take a break for the news. Don't forget you can back or lay AFL markets exclusive to Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. We'll head to the news. This is the Betfair Edge. We're smiling in the studios here. You're listening to the Betfair Edge. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday morning, whether you're dropping the kids off at winter sport or you're recovering from a big night out potentially. Or a nice steak, Damo. Yeah, something I would never recover <laughs> from because I don't need it. Find better racing odds at Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Damien Watson filling in for Miles Fitzer this morning. Tommy Haylock, as always, joining us from you're, Betfair. You're not a vegetarian, eh? No, no I just, just think don't steak appreciate is... a good steak. No, I just don't like buying expensive things, Tom. I'm a bit of a tight, <laughs> uh, frugal human being. Need a few more winners. That's what you need. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what you need. Gamble responsibly, of course, folks. But yes, you're right. Now, a lot of sport happening. We'll touch on AFL again, and then we'll also talk about the NRL, the EPL coming towards the back end of the season. NBA, likewise. There's a lot of hype surrounding that. And Formula One, we've got the Azerbaijan Grand Prix to look forward to as well. But... Just in regards to the AFL, the premiership market, how's it looking? It's a bit unpredictable, which is nice. I think that's what you want, particularly given, you know, St Kilda were top of the table virtually coming into the round, and then we had that result on Friday night with the power, making it four consecutive wins. It leaves it a bit open, I think, at this point anyway. Port Adelaide continue to firm, um, no doubt about that. Melbourne obviously annihilated um, their rivals last night, as did Carlton, pretty... Uh, average oh, games. But they're against average opponents, particularly the Carlton. Well, I'm not sold on Carlton yet to a certain Oh, you extent. can't get carried away on Carlton beating uh, West Coast like that. They're obviously injury list and they're ravaged by injuries and not much going right for West Coast. But um, Port Adelaide Firm, they got matched as high as $50, uh, Damo, at betfair.com.au. They're currently $18 now for the Premiership. Collingwood, $5.60. Melbourne, $5.50. So um, well, okay. very close at the top. Geelong have been the big firm as in a couple, in recent weeks, $6.20.
<laughs> Brisbane, $7.40, just doing enough as well there. Who wins from here, Damo? Oh, I, I tell you what, I'm actually going to go with Collingwood. I'm thinking a Collingwood-Brisbane grand final, which Ooh. is a little bit strange, I know. But Collingwood have that inherent self-belief, I think, within that team that they can come from precarious positions. And I think that's going to serve them well. And I think they'll learn the lessons from last year towards the back end. And Brisbane, I wouldn't rule them out just yet. I know they probably haven't performed to their absolute optimum so far this season, but they've got that decent home ground advantage at the Gabba where they utilise that slingshot tactic. Coast-to-coast transition is sensational. They have the talent on the park. They've just got to utilise it, I think. Yeah, they do. If they could play every game at the Gabba, they'd be... Dollar eighty. This is their window. Dollar eighty to win the flag. This is their window. Yeah. They've invested heavily. This is their time to shine. Um, I think I'm not convinced about Melbourne at the moment. I'm just not sure how well they're going. They were okay two weeks ago. Obviously got the job done against North Melbourne. I think that they'll take the world of good from that game, just confidence wise. Petraka back to his brilliant best last night. Um, Oliver. Um, they're five dollars fifty. They've got a couple of easy weeks, so they'll shorten. And that's my mm. strategy. Is I backed them before last night. Five dollars fifty now. I think they've got a couple of easy games to come. They'll shorten again. Collingwood, Adelaide, really interesting match this afternoon. Dollar um, eighty for Collingwood, who are premiership favourites, might be a bit of value there, and they've continued to drift throughout the week. So that's fascinating. As we said, Dacos three thirty. I'm happy to lay him at the three forty five at the moment for the Brownlow. As you, as uh, Joel said, sixty six percent of the season to go, um, long way to go. Anything Still young legs. Um, Bonson Pelly seven twenty. Oliver had a great game. Jeremy Cameron sixteen dollars fifty. Joel's tip there. Um, and then we go Cripps nineteen dollars. Dawson nineteen fifty. Petraka twenty three dollars. Big firmer. Uh, Lockie Neal's a big price. He hasn't had the possessions um, average possessions about twenty six going into. Prior to last night, but um, he had it back to his brilliant best last night. So still anyone's race, the Brownlow medal. Absolutely right. And probably equally as unpredictable at the moment as the NRL market, because we've had some interesting results so far. The Brisbane Broncos were coming into the weekend on top of the table, looking the goods, and they got hammered by the Rabbitohs on Friday night. Just shows what self-belief can do. And the Bunnies certainly do have that in spades when they have the confidence on their side. And then you have the West Tigers who are bottom of the table upsetting the Panthers last night. So I think it's just as hard to read to a certain extent the NRL. The market's just as open. Penrith Panthers, they've drifted on the back of that uh, loss. $4.60 now for the flag. Uh, Rabbitohs, $5.80. Roosters, $6.40. Storm, $8.80. Broncos and Sharks, about that $11 there. Damo, we've got a couple of matches coming up. New Zealand Warriors versus Sydney at 2 p.m. today. The Warriors, $3.10. Sydney, $1.47. St. George, Canterbury. St. George, $1.59 versus Canterbury, uh, $2.60 up today. I'm not sold on the Broncos either because I know they're still technically on top of the table, but they can wilter at times. I think there's still a question mark. We saw last year they looked like they were certainties to make the finals, and in the last two games they got smashed by the Eels and smashed by the Storm like very, very comprehensively. Massive one-sided games, and they missed the finals as a result. So they've got to overcome that inconsistency that sometimes they exude when it comes to their momentum because it just seems to switch on and off for whatever reason. But That's, not, that's but, reflected in their premiership price as well. Yeah. So their fifth fifth line of betting there at $10.50, $11. What are the Dolphins? They're not going to win the premiership, the Dolphins of course. Dolphins are $75. <laughs> They've been a massive watch throughout the year. It's been very exciting, the Dolphins. Um, they came into, I think, shorter than the 75s, but back out um, when they were – they win their first three. 
Two. They won. definitely won the first two. First three, yeah. First three. And uh, it's certainly interesting to see how Wayne Bennett will prepare them fitness-wise towards the back end of the season because that's one of his main attributes as a coach, as we know. The English Premier League, well, we're continuing to get towards the back end of the season there. I do wonder whether that result from earlier in the week changes things where Man City smashed Arsenal 4-1. All of a sudden, the Gunners camp... A little bit of doubt creeping in. Brighton smashed Wolves overnight, 6-0. I mean, they have been sensational this season when you consider the budget that they have compared to other teams in the English Premier League. They've been... There's always a great story. Uh, mm. One that comes out of the box. We saw Leicester in 2016. Southampton had a good year a couple of years ago. Brighton are probably that story this season. That's true. It's been an amazing season. Arsenal, um, in terms of betting, they got down to as low as $1.51. And mm. Tomo was strutting in the office, the Arsenal supporter. There's a few Arsenal very supporters in this office, actually. Very bullish. Like, wanted us to mention the uh, the Premier League market every weekend when they're out and about. Suddenly Did he's he gone mention quiet. it this morning? No. No, he's gone very, very quiet. The, the Gunners fans, $11 now. So they traded really? fifty one out to $11. Is that a good price now when you consider, could they recover potentially? They maybe could. Maybe they... this is the time to go. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, if you laid them at $1.50, you'd be taking the $11 now. Man City, $1.09. You can have $193,000 on them at the moment. That's sitting there at Betfair to come to do. $24.5 million matched on the Premier League market. So Man City, you know, $1.09. They almost look home, as yeah. you'd expect with that price. That's right. Zero four double nine seven three six seven three six to text in. I'm a Tottenham supporter, so a lot of these Arsenal fans don't like me very much. No, that's fair. When I do the EPL coverage on a Saturday, they won't night. like much at the moment. The way Arsenal are going. <laughs> that's right. Uh, they're frustrating in their own way. The Spurs they take on Liverpool, of course, tomorrow morning Australian Eastern Time. What about the Formula One Grand Prix in Azerbaijan, which will commence a little bit later on tonight? Charles Leclerc has pole position. Max Verstappen from number two on the grid as well. Lewis Hamilton's going to start from number five on the grid. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. What are the markets telling us? It's my favourite Grand Prix. Um, of the really? season, Azerbaijan. In, I'm more in. of a Monaco man. To be Monaco's honest. not the most. It's beautiful, but it's, it's hard, so hard to pass. Whereas here yeah. we get crashes. We get a lot of drama. It's still big straights. You can still pass, make moves. It's got everything. Um, straight circuit, fantastic. Max Verstappen, $1.48. It's also on a good time. Uh, yeah, 9, 9 p.m. Eastern. 9 p.m. tonight. So I'll be glued to the TV. Verstappen, $1.48. Perez, $5.50. Charles Leclerc, $11. So they're the three... In contention, we've got plenty of other markets as well. Points finish, podium finish, top six, safety car. There will be, I can guarantee you that. Um, let's see what the odds are there. They'll be short. Dollar fourteen for a safety car. Um, I'll be taking that. Um, fastest lap, first lap leader. We've got it all. Betfair.com.au. And Oscar Piastri, the Aussie, making the top 10 on the grid as well. So there weren't a lot of expectations for him coming in after the drama of the off-season. He's oh. probably done okay when you consider how young he is as well. He's never driven this circuit as well, so he did mm. fantastic in qualifying. He's He got his points at his home Grand Prix, which was fantastic to see. Yeah. He's an absolute star. He will be um, an absolute star for years to come. Uh, he's doing really well. Drives a tractor in McLaren. They're not going great. Um, <laughs> there's a few weeks in a row I put McLarens in the lab in because they're a uh. very hard car to drive. Yeah, that's exactly so, right. Uh. Anyway. No, I still, yeah, I still maintain Monaco, but I tell you what, we had a lot of entertainment in Australia. You'll be watching on. tonight. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a look Tune at it. Absolutely, in. you'll, you'll be, you'll love it. You'll love it. It's brilliant. Australian Grand Prix can be a little bit boring, but this year, it this was, was the out exception. of the box. It was, yeah. it, it was brilliant. You see, they've changed the track a little bit as well, which has helped. 
Now, just on that particular topic, just before we head to the break, they're trying to obviously not infiltrate the American market, but certainly make a presence in the American market because they're somewhat a bit insular with their motorsport. They've got NASCAR, they've got the Indies. The Indy 500 is really one of the iconic elements of the American sporting calendar. How far do you think they'll go in that sense? They're taking it to Vegas, as we know they've had races in the US, Miami. obviously, annually in the past. Yeah, so. so they had three Grand Prix there last season, I think, or three this season. Uh, drive to survive has been the biggest thing for yeah. Formula One around the world. It's made a huge impact in the States and the crowd and those Grand Prix, the Miami Grand Prix was outstanding. Some of the celebrities walking around like Tomo when Arsenal win, just chest strutting, out, yep. um, strutting around. So um, yeah, it's, it's been huge in the States. No doubt about that. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Betfair Edge on this Sunday morning. Damian Watson and Tom Haylock with you. You can find better racing odds at Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. You're listening to the Sunday Betfair Edge on SEN. Sunday Betfair Edge. Play both sides of the bet this AFL season with play betting. Exclusive to Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Oh, we don't care about the young folks. Talking about the young side. Oh, we don't care about the old folks. Talking about the old stars too. Hope you're having a fantastic Sunday morning. Damian Watson and Tommy Haylock with you for the Sunday Betfair Edge. Don't forget, you can back or lay AFL markets exclusive to Betfair. Imagine what you could be buying instead. It's now time for Mail Time with Tommy. Mail Time. Mail Time. Mail Time. The mail's here. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. Mail's here. Mail's here. <laughs> do you like that, Stinger? I do, actually. That's the first time I've heard it for a little while. It's good. Love yeah. it. You got one at Grafton and a couple of elsewhere oh, as well? A couple at Grafton. Um, race eight's number four, Sheriff Cody. I've got on top. Bit of value here. John Barrier one comes off a last start win. It was a really good win um, at Benalla and uh, um, soft seven. Gets through the wet. Three from four on a heavy track. Um, much better horse on Soft ground, he'll get that today, and rises from the thirteen ten up in trip. So I think he's a bit of value there. The four year old gelding Sheriff Cody. I think Introvert can continue on his winning ways in race one coming up in just over half an hour. Race one at number one there. We've got a couple of others. Um, I've done my homework this week. Uh, Damo Werribee race one coming up shortly. Samangu um, jump out winner for Graham Begstable, uh, two year old filly. She's going really well. And race eight at Bendigo, number six, far enough, a talented gilding. Um, he's had a few issues, but um, jumping out well and ready to go now. So race eight, number six at Bendigo, far enough. All right, fantastic. Make sure you follow those in. Now, we're going to mention the Waterbull Carnival. It's good that you mentioned Grafton too, because I reckon if they ever had a New South Wales equivalent, Grafton would be the place. It's a they, big racing town, isn't it, with a lot of pubs. They do. <laughs> I've never been to Grafton, but there's a few great carnivals in, in that country then. So, um, yeah, Miles is... Frothing for a frothy at the Whalers Hotel, Damo. That's right. That's number one. What thing he's looking forward to most at Warnable this week. I can't wait to go up there, but the Whalers always a good time and um, country racing. A lot of people from the industry get up there and Miles will take his Sharpie and no doubt sign a few autographs. Oh, yes. I'm sure he'll be in demand. We've got Jumps Racing as number two that he's listed. I mean... 
It's interesting, isn't it? A lot of people debating about Oakbank last month as well, but jumps racing really thrives at Warnable. It does. It's where it's all at. It's the heartland of jumps racing, uh, Warnable Carnival. Can't wait to get up there and um, some good prize money, some great races. Rick McIntosh was his number four here. Um, it's a statue, isn't there, at the there Whalers? Is, there is a statue at the Whalers. Does a fantastic job. The One Goom, always a great race. Number three, Battle of the Locals. Miles is very keen to see who wins out of these brilliant local trainers. So there's quite a few up there. Reputations are on the line, he says. Spragging rights. Um, plenty of good trainers up there, and they're all set their horses. Some big fields at Warrnambool, and they're all trying to trying to win plenty of races up there. Interesting to see what the market moves are like. And I reckon if they, them. if they wanted to do scientific research, they should, when Rick McIntosh passes away, get his voice box. <laughs> not, not that I'm wishing for it. I'm saying they should, do, they should do research into his voice box because it lasts a long, long time and he puts a lot of pressure on it. So He does, does put a, very a lot good of job. pressure on it. After a few beverages probably throughout the week as well, it's uh, <laughs> a lot of strain. He, he might take a bit to get over the carnival the three days. And then... Finally, Miles, very keen to get to the Betfair event on Tuesday night as well. It's um, got a good reputation. I'm not just saying that because I'm from Betfair. It is the best party um, throughout the week. It's a huge crowd. It's a great night. And just give your show a plug again during the week. Yes, spot on. Um, We've got between 12 and 1 o'clock, Miles and I on track. Um, So hopefully you can come up and see us. We're not sure where we're based yet, but live at Warrnambool. I can't wait for that on SEN track. And that is the most sober time of the day for you because it's after the morning one. and before any shenanigans later on. Good timing. There was a reason why I put that, <laughs> put that slot in. Gives me enough time to recover and wake up. And um, oh yeah, we, we should be uh, finding a few winners. The racing will have started. So hopefully we can talk about some market moves and whatnot and plenty of whispers and tips. It'll be a good hour. Absolutely. Tuesday, Wednesday. You enjoying the drive in as well? That's probably half the fun too. Oh, the drive home's not much fun. Oh, That's yeah, in the lay-in. Um, <laughs> the new starters at Betfair have to drive the, the convoy home. That's the rite of passage for oh. the Betfair staff to do the four and a half, four hours back. Um, so can't wait for it. It's always a huge week. Tune in. Yeah, absolutely. I think the racing industry needs it as well. It's been a tough time for the racing industry over the last week for obvious reasons. And I think it's a good way to try and build up a bit of optimism as well and just to enjoy each other's company. That's right. It's always good. Um, Get around it and enjoy the scene. All right. Coming up next is Jockey Day on Sunday Trackside with David Taggart and Sammy Highland across the SEN Track Network. Our Melbourne stations are heading to Sunday AFL Crunch Time with Tom Morris, Sarah Ollie and Scott Lucas. And our New South Wales and Queensland listeners are heading to the Sunday NRL Crunch Time program with Jimmy Smith, James Magnuson and Jalissa Apps. Tommy, great to be in your company for the first time in a while. Been a pleasure, mate. Love it. Thank you very much. Sensational. Hope you enjoyed the program. Have a good afternoon. Take care.